Good morning, LinkedIn, and good morning, Do. So you guys have noticed Doreen looks a little bit different today. Who who are you? Good morning, LinkedIn. Good morning, Robert. My name is Shri, and I am such. It's such an honor to be here as a guest host. So if you guys have not noticed, Doreen is not here today. You see, Doreen is off conquering the world, doing a whole bunch of great stuff. And well, we decided if Doreen couldn't be here, we had to bring in someone else that could make me look good because that's a hard job, right? So we decided to bring in Shri and Shri. Tell the people, what is it that you do for a living? So what I do for a living is I help you gain confidence to get in front of the camera. So for some of you, that might be, oh, so many excuses. And for some of you, it's like, okay, let's go. But I need a strategy. And this is where I come in to help you. Just a little bit about me. I started my journey two years ago on Instagram where I faced my fear of getting in front of the camera. And I started going live on Instagram It'll, this month. Two years ago, I started going live on Instagram and uh, 200 plus lives later, here we are. I'm a guest host. I've been a guest host on Rawless's show and now I'm a guest host on this amazing show. I just want to say thank you to Doreen and Robert for having me on. All right, Shri. So before we get started on the topic, let's go and take a look at some of our wonderful people that are here. Suman says that this is a good topic. Yes, it is. Suzette, my friend, how are you? We have to catch up. She says, good morning. Dahir says, good evening. So it's good morning for some of us. It's good evening for others. Amanda says, agree, much needed topic. LinkedIn user says, great topic. I'm going to cheat and figure out who you are in just a minute. And Prashasna. Prashant says, good evening. Okay, evening for you, morning for us. So, Sri, let me ask you a question. Have you ever, since the pandemic started, you know, we've all had to come on these Zoom meetings and suffer from Zoom fatigue and all that good stuff. Have you ever been sitting in a meeting and your boss has just looked at you and said, everyone, turn your cameras on? Has that ever happened to you? It has, actually. The funny part is I was that person that was asking everybody turn your camera on so I can see you, especially during the pandemic. And I was telling my boss at the time, we should really encourage it because we're not seeing each other. And and it, it really did start with myself. I was like, I don't want to show anybody. I just rolled out of bed. And then I started to be like, you know what? I'm missing seeing everybody's faces. Let's just show up. And it took time. There's still a lot of people who are not. And that's when the curiosity of asking, why are you not turning on your camera? And why is it that you're afraid to show, show you? Wait, so let me get this straight. You don't just wake up like this? No. No, oh. I don't. Okay, okay. <laughs> there is some work. And there's a lot of, uh, I would say it was a lot of practice to get to this look, but it's also, no, I don't look like this when I wake up. So I'll tell you, when the pandemic first started, I was, I didn't want to get on camera either. I was one of those people, I'd be sitting in business meetings and you'd see the big, what's the big circle with your initials in it that's on Zoom? So you'd see RB. No one knew 
who RB was in meetings. However, it is extremely important that we turn cameras on in meetings so that people can see who we are. And that is what we're talking about today. Why you should turn your camera on during business meetings. So why is it that you think a lot of people don't turn their cameras on, Tree? Well, I first want to say uh, Malushka says that all our team meetings are camera on. And I want to say hello, hello to Farah, who always I want to give a shout out to her. She is out there giving tips and tricks on how to show up as yourself if you're a nurse. So definitely check her out. But I always go back to what is your fears? What is what is really stopping you from showing up on camera? And a lot of times it's not because hey, I don't like the way that what I have on or is it the background? It's really about, okay, do you like who you see in front of you? Do I have a value to share? Is anybody going to care about that? And, you know, for me, one of the biggest things is like, I have psoriasis. So if I can't, if I'm not in, you know, some way hiding it because that's where I find my superpower, then I don't feel comfortable to show up. So I'm not going to turn the camera on. And, you know, there's so many other reasons, but, you know, these are the top ones that come to mind. Like no one wants to hear what I have to say. I don't have value and I don't like the way I look. Oh boy. So let's talk about the people who think no one wants to hear what I have to say. Because a lot of us struggle with that, especially when we work in companies, because there's a hierarchy, right? So there's somebody in charge and there's some people in the middle and then there's some, you know, staff level workers. And sometimes the staff level workers especially think that no one wants to hear what I have to say. What kind of value can I add in this company? So if you're thinking no one wants to hear what I have to say, what would you say to someone who's in that position? I've been in that position. And I will say from my own experience that your, you know, you have thoughts, you have a value to share. And this is what taught me this. The moment that I spoke up in that meeting, it was an idea that nobody thought of. And if imagine I continued to go into more meetings like that, they would never think of that idea. And now that it had been brought up, it was being discussed. So think about that. Sometimes you may think, well, everybody has said something. No, they haven't said everything. You still have a choice. You still have a chance to share your opinion, your thoughts. And it could be the actual idea, the solution to what they're looking for. Yeah, I totally agree. The thing is, your thoughts, your ideas have nothing to do with your position in an organization. Good ideas can come from everywhere and anyone. So if you're in a business meeting and you're afraid to turn that camera on and you're afraid to speak up because you think that no one wants to hear what you have to say, say it anyway. Good ideas come from everywhere. But then there are also some people that think, well, you know what? I just don't have any value to provide. What would you say to someone who's thinking I don't have any value to provide? Well, definitely. We all have felt like that, especially if you're a content creator. But in, in a business setting, you're just thinking, well, I'm the newest person on this project, or I'm the newest person on this team, or I've never really said anything. Why? Why do you believe that you don't have value? You have to ask yourself that question. Why do you believe that this is the truth? 
The truth is you do have value and you do have something to share. So I, I always question that. I used to question that a lot in the meetings that I would attend. I would say, why do I feel this way? Why is it that this keeps popping up? And I had to believe in myself and believe in what I was sharing and saying, okay, speak with conviction. Just, just get it out there. And sometimes you have to remember the craziest ideas have turned into billion dollar you know, value. So just think about that. Like some of these crazy ideas you would never have thought of. Like think of NFTs. Who would have, or crypto, or even our iPhones, you know? It was based on an idea that somebody thought of. Many people thought it was crazy. And next thing you know, here it is. Yeah. So I have to give a shout out to my friend Malishka. She's in the same field that I'm in. She says the best ideas come from people on the ground. And that is so important. It absolutely is. And I tell you guys, at one point I worked as a consultant and I remember I was doing a consulting engagement and um, we had someone that the company, they didn't respect this woman because she had a high school degree and that was it. But she was one of the smartest people there. She actually helped them solve a one and a half million dollar problem, all because we came in and we listened to her and we listened to her objectively. Now, Benjamin says, shoot the ideas at the bottom. Don't make sense to retail sellers. I agree, Benjamin, but it doesn't make sense at all. Like, why would you shoot the ideas that someone has just because of their position in an organization? Now, Klaus says, what we say or write, the content is important, not the looks of the person. I agree with that from an aesthetic standpoint. That's not what we're talking about. We're not talking about showing up on camera to look pretty or to look good. But we'll get into some of the benefits of showing up on camera in just a few moments. So I actually agree with that under that context within which you said it. 100% agree. If someone is pretty, but what they're saying is garbage, then it's still garbage. So now Andrew, Andrew says, if anything, it's better to share your ideas in front of a group because if people like your idea, they'll know it's your idea. Exactly. It makes it harder for someone else to take credit for your idea. That is why we should be brave when we're in the office space. Now, there, there is a way to say it. You don't want to be brash and just nasty when you bring up your ideas. But speaking up in the workplace is extremely important because your idea has value. I wanted to go back to Andrew's comment and just say that you also will understand what's working and what's not. So just because your idea may not be something that everybody else likes does not mean that it's not good for somebody else. Like this was something that I learned when I worked in a nine to five. I was really very vocal about the sales reps being in being in charge of their CRM. They should be the ones entering it in, updating it because this is this is their job. Yet the company was against it. They were they were they would rather pay somebody else who'd had no idea about the opportunity and update it. So this is, you know, I bring this up because just because your idea didn't go well with the group does not mean that it won't, it might not be the right idea right in that moment. So always write down things, never. And that's the other thing is like, oh, I spoke up in a meeting and then they shot it down. So now I don't want to ever bring up anything. No, I mean, I, somebody always brings it WD99 or WD40. <laughs> WD40. 39 times it failed, right? And the 40th one is what worked. So just think about that. Yeah, I like to use that example a lot because it, it's true. But here, so now 
here's the other thing. So Farah brings up a good point. I think it's important from leadership to be open to ideas and listening. When they keep dismissing ideas, people will become discouraged and may stop sharing. Here's the thing. We as people who are not in leadership have to also understand that there are pieces of the puzzle that we don't know. So our idea may not be right for the whole. It may not fit everything for the company. And that's why it's being rejected. So what leaders have to do is find a better way of communicating why they did not implement an idea to people, not just dismiss it. But, you know, something like your idea is actually a pretty good idea, but it won't work within this context. Here's why. Instead of just, oh, no, we're not doing it. And so that would keep the ideas coming from people. So it's a two way street. Oftentimes what we do is we think that we're rejected. We've been rejected. And it's because, well, they just don't know or they're just not listening. Sometimes they are listening. They're just not communicating why the ultimate decision was made. So people, we really need to show up on camera, but we have our limiting beliefs that are holding us back. So we talked about Sometimes we think that, well, no one wants to hear what we have to say. We also think sometimes people don't, we don't, uh, well, I'm sorry, we don't provide any value. But the third thing is oftentimes people struggle. They say, I just don't like the way that I look. What would you say to someone who doesn't like the way that they look? We actually have one. It's my cousin's husband. It says, uh, LinkedIn user, but it's Srinivas. He says, I have a challenge getting my team on camera because the excuse is I'm not prepared. And so that's just an excuse. Why are you not prepared? You come to every meeting prepared. You come because this is what, this is why we want to hear the ideas. We were working on some projects. We're trying to see what is what, why is this? For example, if you're in supply chain, why are we not getting the raw materials? If you are in finance, you're trying to figure out where are we getting our sales for the month? What are our, you know, what are the cogs? What's going on? But if you're sitting in on, it's always that thought, like, why wouldn't you be prepared? Why, what is it really? That's the question. Is it because you don't like the way you look? And I always remind myself of things that help me step in to my power. Whether you're getting prepared for the meeting because you're leading or whether you're just showing up on just showing up because you're in the meeting. What are things that you can say that will remind you of how great you are? What do you love about yourself? We all have something we love about ourselves. And when you put your when you put yourself in that state of mind, then you will want to show up. You will want to share what you have to share. Uh, it took me a, lo a long time to be even though I was showing up on camera, it took me a long time to actually say, I have value. So something that I start off with every morning is Shri, I am enough. Shri, I am loved. Shri, I am safe. I am, I am enough. I am loved. I am safe. I remind myself I am unique because I, I am wonderful at connecting and building relationships. That's my power statement. Nothing's going to change about that. So I challenge all of you who struggle with getting in front of the camera, who don't turn the camera on, what is one thing you love about yourself and say that repeatedly and then turn the camera on? So I love everything about what you just said. Now, let me add a little bit to that, especially for who did you say this was your cousin or your cousin's yes. husband? Okay. Yes. Sweetie boss. <laughs> when a lot of people say they don't like the way that they look, 
they're not necessarily talking about physical appearance all the time. Sometimes they're actually talking about they have a messy background back background behind them because they live in a one bedroom apartment and they are coming onto meetings from their bedroom. They didn't make their bed or maybe it's too small or maybe they just feel as though it's an invasion of privacy because now they're letting people into their homes. I actually consulted with one group where this was the problem. So if you really want your people to show up, you have to give them the tools to help them show up on camera better. For example, there are green screens that you can put on the back of your chair. Now, what this does is this gives your people privacy so that you're not seeing their messy kitchen or their messy bedroom. And they can create a virtual background that makes them look better, show up better on camera. So when people say they don't like the way they look, they're not always talking about their physical appearance. Sometimes they're talking about the location, the setting, the environment. And Malishka says, yes, Zoom backgrounds. Yeah. So sometimes people don't want to show up on camera for business meetings because they are unprepared. They don't know what microphone to use. So they don't look good. In other words, they don't have a good presentation. So they don't sound good. You can see my mic right here. I have a really decent mic. Hopefully I sound pretty good today, right? Shri is showing her microphone. Some people don't know how to make an environment look good for your background. As you can see, I've got a little light going on over here and it, it matches the color scheme here. I have a there's a television over here. Shri is strategically placed in front of a window so she looks good on camera. So if we don't teach our people how to look good on camera, they will have this apprehension of showing up. So I would ask, you know, what are some ways that you can, I know that you mentioned the green screen and something that I always talk about is you can find, when I started doing Instagram lives, I had a corner, I had a corner and I had a picture and it was real busy in the background. And what I learned is that in order to take away the busyness is I just draped a sari. Some of you know what that is, it's just a piece of cloth. And I made sure it was a solid color. And I always chose a color that was bright or it contrasted well with my skin so that I showed up even more in the picture. So if you don't, if you're like, I don't have a green screen and um, you can use a, a virtual background, but you can also create the background. Like this is a bedroom, right? And all I did was just, this is not my room. We're in a, I'm in an Airbnb, but I made the bed and then there's some lights. At so least you made the bed. I made the bed. And so here I am showing up. Now, is it distracting to all of you? I would love to know because, you know, this that that's just that's what's the thing. But, you know, there's also other ways that you can show up where you can just have a simple, you know, use what you have. And Robert had suggested when we were talking about this, what are what is another way? Because remember, when you show up on a Zoom meeting, they may not necessarily know how to connect with you. You might be in a meeting where it's different departments. So what is one way that you could show up showing like your information? Yeah. So, I mean, you've heard me talk about this. So let's go back to Malishka. Malishka says that they provide a company background. It's mandatory. And Dan just came in. Thanks, Dan, for joining us. Dan says it's not distracting, Shree. Dan, the man. If you guys don't know Dan, you've got to connect with him. He's just an awesome guy. So now, Shree, before I get into answering your question, let me also say, Shree is a master at choosing backgrounds. If you guys have followed some of her shows, you'll see that everywhere she is, the background just looks perfect. She has this eye that is just good for determining how to show up. But what I tell people is, especially in a business setting, 
choose a background that is your company's colors. Now, while you're choosing a background that's your company's colors, here's what it does. It shows people that you're a part of the team. The other thing you want to do is, like Shri just said, not everyone on a call may know who you are. So somewhere in the corner, put your logo, your name, your telephone number, and your email address. Especially when I'm on business calls, this is what I do so that you know who I am, where I am, and how to find me. And it lends itself to having a better professional look in your environment. So... We got some, <laughs> we got some comments <laughs> and you we, stopped, we but, I say, but I will say that I want to say thank you, Robert. And I want to say it wasn't always easy for me to have the right background. I had to make so many mistakes, so many, you know, so many complaints. Let's just say I've heard it all. And because I made those mistakes, I failed forward. This is why I'm able to say, Hey, this is, this doesn't look right. And and I want to give a shout out to Robert because he does a really good job of figuring out places to shoot. But I did point out when he he has a black uh, couch behind him. And because of that, I was like, hey, don't wear black because it even though in the show you it does well. Well, you have to think about what does it do for the psyche? Because it's all about design. We have to think about this. What is it like for the person that's receiving it. So it, I go a little bit deeper because I always think about like, okay, if you drown out, you just look like the background. But if you pop, we then you, <laughs> if I need help with putting a logo and all that. Don't worry, we got you. Fire. But Fire, if you pop, we got you. If you pop out, then you see like I'm wearing a white shirt and it's a gray background. You can still see me. It's the same thing for yourself. If you feel like everything is dark behind you, you can light it up by wearing a brighter color. So now Carla, Carla has a very good uh, comment. Carla says, I feel I deliver my message better in person than on camera. I like I miss resonating the same. That is mainly my apprehension and generally disliking the camera. How to project without seeming like I'm overbearing my message. So that's a very good comment. And that, that leads us right into our next topic though. The benefits of being on camera, how do you do it? Your message will actually come across better if you are on camera. And that's what we're gonna go into next. So the benefits of being on camera, first of all, video builds trust and rapport. Think about it, people see you. When they see you, they can see everything about you. They can see your mannerisms, they can see uh, what you're thinking, if you make a face, like if you drink water like Shri is, we know that Shri's probably tired of talking, so she needed a water break, which lets me know that I now need to talk a little bit longer to give her the break that she needs. The big thing is people don't trust what they don't understand. And when you're on video, you're providing plenty of information about yourself. People can see three things, your mood, your manner, and your mindset. Let me say that again. When you're on video, people can see your mood, your manner, and your mindset. And that gives them some insight into what you're thinking. So say you're giving a critical presentation in front of some executives. If you see your boss start to yawn, you know that what you're saying right now is not resonating. So you may need to say it a different way or you may need to skip whatever it is you're talking about right now. So this is the benefit of your boss being on camera. With you, if you start to yawn and you are the boss, then people know that something is wrong and they need to. Think about it differently. Do something differently. 
So one benefit of being on camera is it builds trust and rapport. Besides that, you get to see people's facial expressions. Like if I frown, hmm, then Shri knows that she said something that I didn't want her to say. I'm just joking. If she frowns, then I know that, you know, I probably said something that she didn't really want me to say. But one benefit of being on camera, it builds trust and rapport. What do you think about that, Shree? I agree. And also as a person that is showing up, it teaches you your body language. Like, are you slouching too much? When you need to emphasize certain points, are you bringing yourself in? Are you projecting your voice? Like you have your intonation. These are just small things. But in the beginning, it's like you have to look and check. You have to check your energy levels and you have to check yourself. And when you do that, it also and it goes back to what, you know, as Dan, Dan was saying, you know, the unconscious composition, that energy feeds into the room. This is why you could read the room better when they could see you, because now, you know, OK, this isn't resonating. OK, you can say, you know what, let's put this on the back burner and we'll come back to this at a later date in time. But I wanted to bring it up to you. And it, 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 it also you can also tell like. And this is real funny. And this is just part of being in sales. If somebody, if you're looking at their facial features, if they're looking to the side or they start looking down, then, you know, like Robert was saying, it's time to go to the next topic. It's time to move on. And also ask the question, why? There's nothing wrong with asking, why do you feel that this may not be the appropriate time to do this? Or ask a question like, hey, let's do a check back. What it, do you guys understand what's going on? This is something that I would do when I was doing trainings with the sales reps. Yeah, exactly. Now, my man, Rollis is here and Rollis brings up a good point. Rollis says, y'all look and sound great. Thank you, Rollis. Two years in, I believe we should pre-plan a shoot in the house that works for us. I also love the idea of companies supporting each employee to help them. Yes, you have to. Here's my thing. You can't have an expectation of employees if you've not communicated what that expectation is. So to just say to employees, you need to show up on camera is not fair to your employees. You need to say to them, I want you to show up on camera. Here's how. By the way, if you need some additional training, here's some resources. If you need additional training, just call Shree. Right. So, yeah, I think we owe it to employees to help them and give them the tools to be the best that they can be. And Cheryl is here, the brand baddie. She says, yes, being on camera is a big plus. So one of the benefits of being on camera is it builds trust and rapport. But a second benefit of being on camera is it helps you to read the room. So if you require people to be on camera, you should be using it to your benefit. I'll tell you guys. So one time I was in a meeting with some executives and I was doing this presentation and I was giving this. I was giving what I thought was very valuable information. One executive felt the need to interrupt me and correct what I was saying. Now, here's what happened. Someone that worked for that executive saw the look on my face because I was really confused. That person then private messaged me and said, you're right. He's wrong. Keep going. So by being able to read facial expressions in the room, it it is almost as good as being there. Not quite as good, obviously. But, you know, when you are on camera, it builds trust and rapport because people see you. and They know you. They like you. Video helps you as a person to read the room and see what else is happening. But here's the last thing that happens when you're on video. It makes you memorable. And let me explain what I mean by that. You all know I'm a trainer 
Now in training, some of you may have heard me say this in other episodes, in training there are three, three things that we know about how people learn. And it's called the VAC technique, the V-A-K. People are either visual, auditory, or kinesthetic. Most people are a combination of all three and they lean more so towards one versus the other. For example, I'm an extremely visual person. When I see things, I got it. If you just talk to me, I'm probably lost. But here's something else to consider. YouTube is now actually trying to work with podcasters to bring their podcast onto YouTube. Now, why would they be doing that if only the audio was effective? If you have the visual, you give people a choice. Do I want to look at you? Do I want to listen to you? Or do I want to do both? So giving people a choice is really what you want to do because being on video makes you memorable. Sometimes people are going to say, you know what? I remember Robert had on this bright orange shirt behind this black couch. Some people may say, hey, Shree had on an I Love Audit shirt. Where can you get one, by the way? By the way, if you want your I Love Audit shirt, you can go to my website, thatauditguy.com, and get your own I Love Audit shirt. But these are things that you could do if you're obviously in a meeting, you don't want to do that. But I, I wanted to interject just one thing. Showing up on camera allows for a conversation to begin. Because remember, you're showing up. Somebody else is watching you who may be scared to speak up and will reach out to you because we are, you know, this is for nine to five and we're always trying to mentor and, you know, elevate people's skill set. So by you showing up, that's a, that's a conversation starter. Even if the person, even if your idea got shot down, you never know who's paying attention. My, one of my mentors was the president of the company and he came into my meeting and everybody was very, very shocked. He said in the meeting, I'm not here because of the topic. I'm here because of Sri and I'm here to help her elevate. So remember that, like you could be in the room, you could, you're on the camera. Think about the conversations that begin after you shut, you know, after that meeting. And thank you to Rallis and Farah for the wonderful compliments. You guys are amazing. Yes, Farah says, Shri Mahabir is a great video coach. So, so let me explain. Let me just go one step further into this whole thing about video and audio. For you guys who are on shows with me, you'll notice that sometimes when people respond to a comment, I'll go back and repeat it. The reason I repeat it is because this show is actually broadcast on podcasting platforms where you can hear audio only. So for people who don't see the screen and they didn't see Farah's comment, I just repeated it. So now you know. Farah said, Sri Mahabir is a great video coach. But Farah also said, yes, most people are visual slash hands-on learners. Using things like Kahoot and other gaming uh, during educational sessions are important for engagement. Yeah, so showing up on camera makes you memorable. And our LinkedIn user says again, virtual working environment is here to stay. Yes, it is. My kids already hate my job as they think I'm mad talking to the walls and the computer. All day guys, don't worry. That's my nieces that are that are complaining about their dad. And I will just say that even my daughter and my mom think I'm crazy. However, 
it is becoming the tool that we use. Like, think about it. We're all showing up. We want, when we have family get togethers on that Zoom call that takes like 10 years to plan. And then we get everybody and everybody wants to talk because what is the first thing that happens? Oh my God, Robert, I haven't seen you in so long. Look at you. You look amazing. Shri, look at you. And it's a whole crazy situation. So that's the same thing when you show up on camera, when you show your face, you're showing who you are. And if it's small things like background, you can change that virtually. If it's the way you look, guess what? Put on something that makes you feel good. Because when you feel good, you show up. That's, that's my tip for today. Thank you. Oh, I completely agree. So look, you guys, we're on Good Morning LinkedIn. Here's what we're going to ask you to do. Go over to our business page and like and follow our business page. We need 150 followers so that we can start broadcasting from that business page. I think we're at about 120 now. Here's the thing about this show, too. We are on all your favorite podcasting platforms. We are on Apple, Google, Spotify. Go on over there and give us a five-star rating because you know we deserve it. You like spending Saturday mornings with us. We're here Saturday mornings at 10.30 a.m. Central Standard Time. You can do your own calculations and translate from that. Now, Doreen is somewhere conquering the world. So we have Sri Mahabir with us today and for the next two Saturdays. And we're going to be talking about getting on video and being comfortable because most of us have to do that at work now for some parts of our job. So why should you turn your camera on during business meetings? Well, first of all, you got to conquer those limiting beliefs that you have that are stopping you from turning the camera on. That first limiting belief is sometimes we believe no one wants to hear what we have to say. And if you're just joining the show and you've missed it, you need to go back and hear what Shree said because, man, she dropped some gems on that piece. But then also, some people think that they don't have value to provide. I call bull on that. Everybody has value to provide, regardless of your position in your organization, regardless of your age, race or gender. Everyone has value to provide. And then some people simply don't like the way that they look. And we're not always talking about physical appearance. Sometimes you don't like the background and things like that. Well, there are things that you can do to help that because there are many benefits to being on camera. First benefit we talked about today is, well, it builds trust and rapport. It builds trust and rapport because people see you, they know you, they like you, they trust you. Second thing is video helps you read the room. Heaven forbid the video is off and your boss is yawning in your presentation and you don't even know. You can't even correct yourself because your boss's camera is off. But the third thing video does is it makes you memorable. You guys are going to remember Shri in the room with the lights on the wall. You're going to remember me in a room with a pink light in the back that matches our, you know, our, our <clears throat> design here for the live show. So. If you are afraid of getting on camera in meetings, don't be afraid. What do you want to say about that, Shree? Don't be afraid. And if you would like to have more help, I am here. Just message me here on LinkedIn because I, I have systems and processes in place to help you go from being afraid to showing up confidently on camera. And I do want to give a shout out that good morning, <laughs> LinkedIn, for the first time is also streaming on Facebook and Twitter because yes, when I show up, I show up everywhere and I wanted to make it so that I could show up even on TikTok. So I ask that you follow me on TikTok if you're on TikTok 
And I want to just say again, thank you, Doreen and Robert for having me on as a guest host. And thank you to all the, all the viewers with us this morning. You are the real one. And to those who are watching the replay, you are the real ones as well. All right, you guys. Good morning, LinkedIn. Thank you, Shri, for being our special guest. Tune in to the next two weeks if you want to see Shri again. If you liked her and you want to see her come back for more, drop some emojis in the chat and start using those uh, reactions. Hit the clapping reaction so that we know just how much you guys love Shri Mahabir. And until next time, you guys, peace.